Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, before we talk to Kristen Johnson, Travis, I want to make sure I look like an ingenue still. Well, she's going to get here ready, so you better do it fast. Because ah, she looks fantastic. Yes. Plexiderm. Little dabble do ya under your eyes, right? It's uh-huh. like magic how fast it works. It's like dippity do for your eyes. I heard all the sexy liberals talking about it. Bob Seska, Kimberly Johnson having slap fights over it. Francis Callier and her husband, right? I'm telling you. I'm just going to steal your jar when you're not here. Okay. It, it is really is like magic. I've used it now. A little dabs under the eye, and it works. It gets, here's what happens. Look. Isn't that nice? I have a pretty smile. But no, look, wrinkles around my eyes. Oh, your eyes. You want me to look at your eyes? Yes. They're flawless. Yeah, up, I wasn't even noticing Up here, them. Travis, up here. Up here. My eyes are up here. I was not even you're noticing always, how perfect your eyes are. You're always sexualizing me and, and making me just a plaything for you. I've had it with you. Plexiderm. Uh, it is, listen, it's a clinically studied serum. It visibly eliminates under eye bags and wrinkles in minutes. Minutes, do you hear that's the science behind Plexiderm? It is uh, incredible. Uh, crow's feet, wrinkles, under eye bags, right? I'm going to start calling you bright eyes. Yeah, yeah, check that baggage, man. Put that in the overhead. <laughs> with Plexiderm. There's a real-life video with real-life people. See how fast the crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear. Those results backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to TryPlexiderm.com and type in Sexy Liberal for my discount. TryPlexiderm.com. The code is Sexy Liberal or call one 800 685 1292 and mention sexy liberal let's talk to Kristen. <laughs> oh my god happy happy hour Multiple Emmy Award-winning actress from Third Rock from the Sun, Kristen Johnson, Hello. author of the fantastic new book, Guts. It's not new, but thank you. Okay, it's new to me. <laughs> it's new to you. Okay, Travis, can you confirm this? Yes. On our insane work schedule and all of our, the, you know how much yeah. news in this shit show, this yeah. Trump. See, see that stack of papers okay. right there? I can't there? hear her. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, you know what? I know why. I mean, I yeah, can but... because I can read lips, but it's probably best if you can't. <laughs> oh, there we go. There okay. you go. Now yeah. you can hear me. Yes, please okay. continue. Okay, well now this is better. <laughs> <laughs> Travis can confirm. I don't think I've ever actually had time to read someone's book. I read wow. this cover to cover because it's so fantastic. Because it, well, it's such an easy read. It's so oh. funny and body and honest and raw and, and you. you've got to get this book. It is uh, guts. 
the endless follies and tiny triumphs of a giant disaster. I've been, we've been talking about it on the regular oh, show. Thank you. It's good. I, because I was, I normally just Larry King you. I'm just Kristen Johnson. <laughs> now read you're from, uh, yeah, you have a the book. Notes. You know, Larry yeah, yeah, never yeah. read a fucking oh, book. Oh, no, he's never seen a movie. Nothing. <laughs> no. See that stack of you papers look- over there? What? That, that yeah. stack of papers on the yeah. front? That's what she has to read for tomorrow's show. Oh, wow. That's why she never oh. reads anyone's book. That's oh, just, you, the, you have to do Afternoon stack. Oh, then there's a, it. yeah, then there's a morning. Okay. Okay. I just thought, so I thought this it was hard reading scripts. Never this, mind. Yeah. Not in this administration. <laughs> Whatever, Emmy. Okay. <laughs> this is how it would go if it was Larry King, right? It'd be like, Kristen Johnson's here from uh, Cheers. And she's written a book, Guts, and this is about what? You were a uh, stomach doctor. Tell me what it... <laughs> I just loved it because you could tell he didn't do a lick of like, had no idea. Just, you have he a book. Also, midway through the show would forget people who people were. Like, mm-hmm. midway through, he'd be like, so you were on uh, Charlie's Angel. And yeah. she's like, no, dude. And you're like, Chicago, you're on with Ellen Barkin. <laughs> and it's Cheryl Teagues. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can we just, where do we start with how much I love, how much I love you? I'm just, I waited to slobber. Well, there's the way you met. But I'm sweating. Okay. <laughs> Yes, because this is the famous story. Kristen Johnson brought my dog Puff home. Oh my you God. lived near and me I in Laurel Canyon. I did not Canyon. remember this when you told me this. I was like, this is like, I said, this is what it's like to live in Hollywood. I'm like, Emmy Award winning sitcom stars bring your dog home. And I was like, is that the really tall girl from Third Rock from the Sun? Because my gate was really tall. But I was like, wow, she is tall. Why? I, she... I don't even remember. I wonder how I like found him and well, what now, happened. Now that I've read your book about yes. being a, a, a pill popping lush, yeah, I was probably I'm, wasted. You probably got plastered, stole my dog, <laughs> and then brought him, brought her back <laughs> as if to go to get a little, yeah, to get some worship. Look at what a do-gooding actress I am. I found your dog. <laughs> Why does Puff smell like Chardonnay? That's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll only take so much blame. (laughs) Those are my pre-drinking years. (laughs) We have a lot to talk about. Let's cover it. Let's Let's, go there. Let's go. Uh, No, I don't even know where to start because I, yeah, that was hilarious that you brought Puff home and you were so, I just remember you were so nice and down to earth even then. Because it really could have gone either way at that time. Yeah. You never know. Could have been a bar fight. Which one you would have gotten. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm very glad about that. You were in Laurel Canyon? I love that. When you said that in the book, you're like. Some stuff I didn't write about because I really don't fucking remember. I don't. I don't. I was like, well, I could just make shit up. But, uh, I don't know. That would be a little awkward. But um, anyway, can I just, I, t- I, t- I told this story on the air this week. You, okay. Well, Allison Janney, I love. I know oh, Allison yeah. Janney. Okay. To see two actresses of your level work together on yeah. Mom is oh. so extraordinary. And I don't know if they base the character because she's a pill head. And yeah. she's out, your character's out of prison. She, yeah. They didn't base it on me. No. Okay. They, they actually, um, it was kind of a different character. Well, they called me and wanted me to do one episode like two years ago. Yeah. And so I did played this, you know, woman who grew up in foster care with Bond, with Allison Janney's character. And she was kind of, you know, hates Allison and yeah. blames her for everything that went wrong in her life. So Allison goes to prison to like do an AA meeting and we run into each other because we knew each other from foster care. So anyway, right. I hate her and blame her. And then we end up, uh, I end up worshiping her. And so, because they, they wanted to bring me back. So, um, but when I did that episode, you know, the producers were like, we definitely want you back. And I'm like, yeah, right. You know, please. Yeah. You know, they, like, that's all they, they always tell you that. Yeah. And it never happens. And then they called me last year and were like, we want you to come back and like be yeah. on the show. Yeah. And I was so excited. And the director actually calls us the Twin Towers of Comedy, which in <laughs> itself isn't that funny. But, <laughs> but, but we really are two just giant 
giant comedians. So yes. it's pretty fun. And we, I mean, I've known her for oh. years. We, I just love her. Oh, she's I fantastic. I just love her. Yeah. She's fantastic. What she, you see is what you get with her. I mean, she just oh, yeah. really is the No, coolest. she reminds me of you. Just so funny and warm <laughs> and down yeah. to earth. And, That's but, a but, huge I mean, compliment. Thank but, you. But seriously, to have like two like Emmy Award winning sitcom actresses of your stature going at it. I was telling the story on the air about this scene is one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen where you grab a bottle of pills and you down the whole <laughs> bottle of pills and then yeah. Allison is like squeezing your face like oh a human Pez dispenser yeah. and go and you're just like like, <laughs> like a little and they never stop come out, coming out. Come out and then it just goes on and on he's like okay. Allison's like no and keep going and you're just like bloop, bloop, well, and also bloop, she is bloop. my favorite to act with because she knows exactly how to approach like a scene like that, right. which is just so technical, but like really fun. And she and we talk, you know, there's no delicacy. You're not like walking on eggshells like, hey, can you tell right. me? It's all like, what about this? Would this be funnier? You know, so you just you work and you can see that on camera. Yeah. I yeah. think you can see us loving to work together. Yeah. Oh, and no, I think exactly. that comes across. That, that's what I mean. It's yeah, just yeah. such a joy yeah. to watch it because oh, you thanks. can tell there's so much joy. It's, in honestly, your, it's the best yeah. job I've ever had ever. I mean, I really I cannot wait to get to work every day. Yeah. It's well, so fun. Well, I mean, people love you from obviously different things from, the, you know, multiple Emmys for Third Rock from the Sun, of course, but Wilma in, in the Flintstones, <laughs> the Exes. I've yes. heard people this week said, oh, my God, I love her on the Exes. Um, and now, Mom, and it, it's just you just keep recreating yourself. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I should have. I, I should be dead, frankly. Yes. But, um, you know, every time I, you know, I go back to New York or do theater or whatever, and then I come back. It's always like a comeback or whatever. Right. And I'm just like, look, I just do my thing. You know, yeah. honestly, I've just yeah. been doing my thing for a long time. Yeah. So if more people can enjoy it, that's obviously a huge thrill. But, yeah. you know, for me, it's just work. Yeah. I just love to work. So. Um, okay. I don't. I don't know where else to start, but okay. <laughs> we already had a great political discussion going down here. She's ready to play ball. Well, she's ready to. She's ready, <laughs> I'm to, ready to throw yeah. down. Well, because I was. We talk about this a lot mm. in terms of the addiction area. Because you, where was this? You actually, you were talking about. Uh, I, I've been following you on Twitter. Um, somebody oh wrote. Somebody used tweeted. Somebody tweeted. It's a fucking chore to stay sober through this yeah. administration. You said it really is, but we're going to do it because there's no way we're giving that fool our recovery. Yeah. And I talked to our mutual friend, Proud Resistor, yeah. about it. Yeah. Um. And I said, I, I, I have a T-shirt that says, I'm not sure how much longer my liver can handle Donald Trump. <laughs> it's so true. It's and, so true. I thank God I'm sober because if I wasn't, right. I mean, I don't know what would have happened, I, yeah. you know, with him. So I'm just glad that I can be sober and I will not let that asshole make me yeah. relapse and that's the i yeah. mean forget it but yeah you know i've i've definitely uh bit, bit, it's really hard yeah. i mean it really is a struggle because you just sometimes you just have to shut your brain off and yeah. what what easier faster well, way is than drugs you know but but also psychologists say just turn it off and we can't yeah yeah it's our job and yeah, so yeah. we're hearing a lot of incidental yeah, you know, we've Relapses seen this from stuff. right yeah. people that already are struggling with yeah. substance and is psychologists yeah. saying. Yeah. I mean, this is a real. We're not making no. this up. This is a real thing. Yeah, that um, I guess people as an expert, really I'd like to ask: you, If a itself. person is up to, let's just say, let's just say, edging up to three glasses of Chardonnay a night, is not. <laughs> You're asking point, for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> at what point would I be concerned? Yes, because I've tried to moderate more, and then I, I. That's the thing is you're right. You, well, you go, know, I know I shouldn't honestly, hate him and take it personally. Yeah, yeah. 
but I do. Well, it's look, you know, alcohol is is there for a reason, and you know, if you can handle it, that's great. I can't, but a lot yeah. of most people, a lot of people can. So I don't know. For each person, it's so different. I would say for me, um, if alcohol or pills change your personality, yeah. if you, you know, if you have that fifth fourth gin or whatever it is and all of a sudden you're a raving psycho lunatic that is a big indication that there's a problem or if you take a couple nights off and then you find it a real struggle you might have an issue but again i'm not a pro you know what i mean i don't know i can only speak for myself and you know my guts blew up and that was pretty much my indication that there was a problem that's (laughs) when your guts explode and you end up in a london hospital for several months that's my indicator how you know you might have a problem no wait because that's the thing you said you know a couple or you know how or whatever much alcohol but you said your real problem was how many pills were you up to a day? Oh my God. You know, honestly, I was, I had such a resistance. I'd built up such a huge resistance that near the end, and this is so shocking to people and yeah. they can't believe it unless they're a pill addict themselves. Yeah. And then they're like, of course, but I could, I could take 80 a day yeah. for sure. Yeah. A Viking wow. or whatever. I mean, and not, and I'm just, honestly not feel anything. I have re- I remember reading this and thinking, I, I couldn't believe you were alive. I couldn't believe it either. Yeah, I was like, holy. <laughs> I, know. I know. I mean, we have to and listen, that had... took years and years yeah. to build up. And obviously, if I took that amount today, I'd be dead. Yeah. No problem. But I, I mean, mean, by that point, even just to feel like to 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 not go into detox, yeah. that would be the amount I would take. Yeah. It was crazy and yeah. horrible. And it's the there is no greater hell. I'm yeah. I feel like I'm in a freedom. Everything else is just cake after that, yeah. really. And I should point out, we've had Charlie Sheen on the happy hour. So <laughs> the fact that I was impressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, it gets really dark. It but really a lot of, does. I mean, know? a lot of addicts that we've had on that, yeah. that talk about it say that, that it, it, it's not just, you can't just stop it. No. Wine, that opens a lot of stand-ups yeah, we've yeah. had on. Yeah. They're like, they're out at the clubs and it's like, well, yeah, yeah booze, but then that led to Coke and then did, yeah, yeah, did this yeah. and then to yeah. whatever I can get my yeah. hands on. And yeah. then, you know, yeah. and it's a, a, but this is what I love about the book is it's just so raw and honest and you know, you sort of say like, oh, that program shit, whatever. No, I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't like, say that. I, want, I don't no, but, say that. No, no, no. But, but I mean, the way you talk yeah, about yeah. The, how you approached yeah. it, where yeah. I love how you say did you shit save my life. It really did. But yes, it's not the be all end all. It's whatever works for you. But I mean, the fact that you talk about that you still can have fun, that yeah. you kept thinking, yes. oh, this is going to be like, yes, it's going to suck. Uh, right. yeah, well, I pictured, you know, like 10 dirty old men in a in a base church basement with like a light you know a naked light bulb and like i just wish we were using you know that's all i thought of what aa was or recovery and then to discover that actually it's all the awesome people that just stopped using right you know they're like now they're sober and fun again and honestly it's i i, I highly recommend it i love you talk about the first time you laughed when you were yeah. sober and yeah yeah. That, what a revelation that yeah. was. You're like, oh, I can still have fun. Well, not I don't only need that, a... like the fact that it was a genuine laugh, which yeah. I don't think I genuinely laughed in like years at that point. Yeah. You know, it was all like, oh, I should laugh here. <laughs> you know? Dr- drunken party laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And and this was like some genuine laugh. And I remember just the feeling of like euphoria, like the natural yeah. high that comes along with that. Yeah. And I, I, it was really I think, the first positive moment I had in recovery. I thought, oh, maybe I can do this. I think that's so important for people to go, this is not the end of fun. It's no. the beginning. And, and I, I really didn't know that. The reason I wrote this book and the reason I put so much humor and swear words into it is because when I was in rehab myself, all there was was like, you know, Buddha for 12-steppers or whatever, which is fine. But I wanted to read a book yeah. like about someone's life that right, struggled a real, a real person. And that's why I wrote it. I wrote it for people struggling 
struggling with addiction. Yeah. And, you know, other people just found it and love it, too, which is great. But it's really for people struggling. And I know you talk in a book about running into an agent that said, don't say that. It makes people <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable. Don't talk about yeah. being sober. Don't. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and think... I was like, I'm writing a fucking book, you idiot. <laughs> it's a little too late for that. <laughs> But also, it's such a, a service, and you don't know how many lives you've saved. Yeah, well, with it's your uh, with your honesty, and it your... really is incredible. I get a lot of. I mean, over the years, people have reached out, and a lot of people have been impacted. Like, you know, I read your book last night, and I'm going to an AA meeting today. Yeah. I mean, that's like, how do you even deal with that? You know, it's 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 really the proudest thing I've ever done in my life. Well, because and you <clears> should be because people look at you and go, oh "My God, she's that amazingly glamorous, successful." you know, award-winning actress. And, and God, she's a hot mess too. Awesome. You know? Right, but that's so empowering. Yeah, yeah I it heard is. somebody say once something that resonated with me. They said the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. Yes, I and, totally and agree with that. You talk about that, really connecting with people again. Anybody and, can be sober. Yeah. You know, you just stop using. It's recovery yeah. and connection. That That is what you strive for. And yeah. that's what, you know, that to me is what the joy of recovery is. It's not not using. Yeah. I mean, you know, that sucks, yeah. to be honest. But the joy of really, you know, really connecting with someone, of really being in the present moment. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Um, but it means you're in the present moment for the shitty parts, too. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, you got to take <laughs> the good like, with the bad. I have to endure this person sober. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to endure Donald Trump sober. Okay. Exactly. By this person, you mean Donald Trump. <laughs> By this person. Travis. Um, it's like... All right, let's take a break from actress competition in Hollywood and talk about people competing for the uh, plexiderm, right? Jody Hamilton and her husband. Mm-hmm. Jody, Mrs. Mr. Jody Hamilton is I, as pretty or prettier than Jody Hamilton. I hate to say it, and she is pretty. But they have slap fights over the plexiderm because it works. I need you to bring it down here in the mornings before the show because no. at 4 a.m. when we're waking up for the radio show. You're only my work husband. You're not getting my plexiderm. Oh, yeah? Okay. Plexiderm, I'm telling you, it does not take days or weeks. Plexiderm, clinically uh, studied serum, visibly eliminates under-eye bags and wrinkles in minutes, right? We don't have a lot of time in the morning. Yeah. Snap to it. Yeah. If, you, if you've gotten to the point where you're like, should I smile for this picture because of my under-eye yeah, wrinkles? Maybe. Right? It's time to get some Plexiderm. If you look older or tired because of crow's feet, wrinkles, or under-eye bags, or being constantly undermined by your coworkers, get Plexiderm. You can look younger in just minutes and like you worked with... You know, nicer, more supportive people. Right, Travis? Uh, yeah, I need it. Watch a real... I'm talking about me. Watch a real-life video with real-life people. See how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under-eye bags disappear. The results backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Try Plexiderm.com. Type in Sexy Liberal for my discount. Try Plexiderm.com. Code is Sexy Liberal. Or call 1-800-1292 and say, Sexy Liberal. That's right. Speaking of who... Oh, hi, Kristen. You are a woman after my own heart politically. I love you. I'm following you on Twitter. Oh, I know the thing that I retweeted because it's some woman like going back and forth like this oh, on yeah, a yeah. high wire. And you're like me trying to decide between Harris and Warren. That's it's so true. Every day I go back and forth. I mean, honestly, I wish we could have them both. I really me do. Me too. They just, in a, they in a perfect fill, world, oh. if you can have Allison Janney and Kristen Johnson on the same show, like, right. why, why can't, couldn't you have them both be president? Right. Co-president. Yeah. I mean, in, I in a perfect it. world, I think they're, yeah. the, they're the most... They're the best candidates. I do, too. And I, I think but there's I'm a really fear. torn. I'm They're officially torn between too. them, which I'm really worried about. I think a lot of people are. Me, too. But yeah. I think I think that that's what's, as a comedian, it's like, oh, we can't have a woman comic. We had one last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. the Yuck Yucks yeah. or whatever. I mean. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that's what I mean about it. You yeah. go, God, why is that? I, there's 
I feel like right now it's early, but there's the polling is showing fear. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we can't. My, yeah. Maybe it can't be a woman because what happened to Hillary? Yeah, yeah, it can't yeah. be a black person because yeah, look yeah. at the how yeah. racist the backlash yeah. is. I mean, it, well, I here's the thing. I wish people would stop listening to all the polling crap because right. you know what? Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Right. And you know, people like Pelosi, whoever seem to be making decisions. We were talking about this, Travis, earlier. People who make who make political decisions based on their uh, what do you call it? Polling or yes. Yeah, don't follow everything. your heart. You, it's it's yes. what it is. It's what people, who people think like can middle. win. Yes. It's people. It's the question is who do you think yeah. can win? Yeah, not who do you a, want? we don't want to do an impeachment process because you know it won't actually go through the Senate. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Isn't there such a thing as it should happen because it's the right thing to do? Right. I mean, right. you know. Anyway, but right. we don't have to go into that. But I mean, you know, the whole thing of like Warren or this or that. I'm not going to listen to any of them. I'm listening to myself, and I'm going to vote obviously blue because right. I can't with right. these people. But right. Also, I'm going to vote at the end of the day with, you know, who who really gets my heart. And they both do for me. Yeah. So. No, me too. You, you know, it's a champagne problem, you, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not to the champagne. I mean, yeah. not alcoholic. It's champagne. not an alcoholic yeah. champagne yeah. problem. Of course. Did they make that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if so, I'm going to get some. <laughs> if so, it sucks, probably. But anyway. Yeah, probably fucking blows. But okay. <laughs> But no, you are like my my soulmate on Twitter. You just because you I get had the into same, so much trouble. You had the same Twitter. reaction we did to the send her back. Chance, uh, like literally, I, I found myself like upset to a degree that I haven't yeah. even been that I'm like, this is so yeah. dark and, and, and so worrisome. Hillary like, and I just really like, like yeah. I want to go to Washington and protect Omar. I, like, I really do want to kick the ass of you're anyone like, trying to kill her. She's going to get killed. I mean, you're like I'm someone's so going to get about killed. It. Yeah, uh, yeah I, it's really scary. And not only that, the lives of all these people down at the border. I mean, I'm just like, when did this, yeah. when did we lose our souls? Like, yeah. I've always disagreed politically with Republicans just because they care at yeah. that point back in the day, they cared about different things yeah. than I cared about. And that's okay. You know, yeah. my dad was a Republican state senator. We oh, disagreed. I haven't gotten to the whole part about we're like the same person except for the Emmys and the success. And I work in my basement, but go ahead. <laughs> no, but, but no, he, you know, I disagreed with him a lot uh, on his issues, but I never disagreed with him morally. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. so I'm like, that's why I feel like we've gone off the rails onto a whole other level. My dad, of, obviously Republican, but yeah. prosecutor at Nuremberg. I yeah. say over and over again, I'm like, he... Both sides are fine people when there's Nazis on one side. No, <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah, covered this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, I mean, that's why, like, I really honestly do miss John McCain and people yeah. like that. Yeah. Where I feel like, I mean, maybe he wouldn't have. I don't know. That would have been a crusher. But I feel like someone like him would have stood up and said, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? I love how you give sh tr Trump shit like right back on Twitter. You said <laughs> Trump just brought up a like far right. Like he cares about me. <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised. Oh, really? Thin skin. <laughs> Trump just brought up. Wait till you get a nickname. Then oh, you... I can't wait. <laughs> Trump brought up a far right conspiracy theory that Representative Omar married her brother. And you're like, well, I heard you raped a 13 year old. <laughs> it's not even funny, Which but is, it kind of is. I know, but talk about well, morals. I, mean, I was like, like just yeah. morals. I was like, yeah. who are you? Who are you to spread rumors? Oh, but I don't know anything. Um, some people say he this, is, this is what I'm hearing. The thing is, he's a blowhard. I yeah. I grew up in. I mean, I spent most of my 20s, 30s, and 40s in New York City. So people who live, spent a lot of time in New York know a lot about Trump. Okay, and we know that he is an absolutely full of shit, 
asshole yeah. who who really is dumb and a, just a braggart. I mean, yeah. he's just a fool. And so these people taking yeah. him seriously, it's it just blows yeah. my mind. And serious people taking him seriously. Yeah. Like serious politicians no, who well, once I, like had ethics. I and I can't stand the punditry. Well, what do you think the president's think- thinking? He probably just threw his <laughs> poo at the wall because <laughs> somebody <laughs> said something mean about him. I, like, what's... It's so like, oh, I can't, I can't. Um, all right, this is, can I have my masterpiece theater music? You know, I am nominated for the Radio Hall of Fame, and that's where the similarities and acclaim with multiple Emmy Award winning actress Kristen Johnson. And, but we were both born in Washington, D.C., Catholic school. Wow. Uh, degree in theater. Wow. Mine didn't go quite as far as yours. I ended up here in my basement. <laughs> Doing fart jokes. Worked for Marcy Carcy at, on the Oxygen Network. You, obviously, on Third Rock from the Sun. Uh-huh. Your dad was a Republican legislator in wow. Wisconsin, right? Where and, did, and you grew wait, You grew up in in Washington? Uh, I was born in Washington. Like Where'd you, you grew up? up in Buffalo, New York. Okay. Oh, my God. And you grew up near Milwaukee. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And your dad was a Republican state senator. State state legislator, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wait, there's one more. that You were in, okay, I was looking at your illustrious theater <laughs> career. Uh, but wait a minute. Where is the? Uh, you were in uh, Hot Keys. Yes. In Naked Angels. I, so was I. What? I was in Hot Key, in, in Naked I Angels. Mickey Shyskoff. Wasn't it a bunch of one acts? Yeah. No. It was a show, a, a serial, like a soap opera, written by one man named Jeff Weiss. Okay. And every week was different. So you might have yes. just been in one. I was scene in or New something. York in the late eighties when I yeah, did yeah. Hot, yeah Hot Ninety Seven. Late eighties. It was probably like early 90s, I think. Okay. Yeah, like 92, yeah. 93. But yeah, I was the star of that show, darling. Oh, well, I was not. <laughs> no, I was a, yeah, it was Naked but Angels Theater Company. And it was yeah, called Hockey's. Yeah. And I did a one-woman. Wow. I did a one-woman. Just it was like a one-woman. Yeah, it was sometimes a series you would have X. different people come yes. on and stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. And I remember, I'll never forget, so I've told this story before, but Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman yes. used to be at the back of the theater every yeah. night watching yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, and I had the biggest crush on him. He oh, looked he's like so a, genius. I went to school with him. He was my in my class at acting class at NYU. Oh my god, he looked like a young Ron Howard. Big, yeah, thin, big, such a bush, sweet, such a sweet, sweet guy, sweet nicest guy. guy ever. Yeah. Oh my god, I used yeah. to go out for like coffee with him, whatever. Oh. And he was the sweetest guy, and he used to be at the back of the theater. I remember I asked him, I'm like, why are you, why are you back there every night watching? Yeah. And he goes, you're just so funny. I want to oh. learn from you. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, that, I'm like, come on. I'm like, well, that guy's that... never going to be anybody. He is obviously <laughs> no. Yeah, that was that's so him. That was that he he was so cool like that. I just he love was that. Super cool. Yeah, I really but I mean, isn't him. isn't that like I was in the light of thinking about that and reading your book, and I thought, wow, like, there are there but for the grace of God, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you think this wildly talented guy, and right. and it's oh no, I think about it all the time. I mean, I really should have been where he. I mean, I should yeah. be dead for sure. Um, so I feel very lucky, and you know, for him, you know, he. he He's so much more than his addiction. Yeah. You know, he, he's such a spectacular, he was such a great guy yeah. and so cared so passionately about theater. I mean, it was yeah. his main obsession. So I think that one of the saddest things of people losing their lives so young to addiction is their life almost becomes defined by that one stupid, horrible yeah. mistake. Yeah. And... Uh, that's the biggest shame for me, you know, for the, that someone like that, that now it's colored his whole life, his whole oeuvre of work yeah. is colored by this, this terrible mistake he made. Yeah. He was so brilliant even then. Yeah. I yeah. Remember, so young. And, yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, what was I going to say? Okay. So wait a minute. I, I just can't, I can't even with all this. <laughs> 
so you crack me up. I, no, so you were in the lights at uh, Lincoln Center, yeah. nominated for a Drama Desk Award, and that's where Carsey Warner saw you. Yes, I worked for Marcy Carsey on the Oxygen yeah. Network. Yeah, but I love the whole like <laughs> talk about like how sort of um, what's the word like just insecurity and like uh, just soul crushing the acting business can yeah. be because you like you talk about how many times you had to come back. Oh, eight times for the yeah. role of Sally Solomon. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, they love you, but they love Kirstie Alley more. Yeah. They yeah. love you, but they're checking Ellen Barkin's yeah. availability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rosie O'Donnell might be available. So just hang on. So hang on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, the, I, it always amazes me that people, that actors turn out so egomaniacal because it is the most humbling business in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you become an egomaniac in this business where, you know, on Twitter, people call you a fat pig every day, you know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever, or you just are rejected constantly. Right. But so it does keep you humble. There are moments like this where someone's going, oh, you're so good. But yeah. most of it's, you know, kind of sucks yeah. in terms of that. So it keeps you, it's, you know, evens you out. Well, yeah, but I, it's, I, I, I mean, it is, it's funny, the parallels that you're now, you know, the, like I was talking about the pill scene on mom, but I remember the final season of Sex and the City yeah, where you played like the aging party girl who yeah. accidentally fell out the window right yeah. after you said, I'm so bored I could die. Yeah. So you fell out the window and died, yeah. <laughs> which caused Carrie Bradshaw to reexamine her life. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, that, that I've, I've been pals with Sarah for years from New York and also that whole crowd, you know, Michael Patrick King and all those right. guys on the show. And so they asked me to do a bunch of episodes, but I never could because I was on Third Rock. And then finally they were like filming their last five episodes. They were like, we have this gem of a part. And I did it. And I remember when it aired, you know, I was living in New York at the time and I had never gotten more attention for anything yeah. than for that yeah. little turn yeah, on that fantastic. show. <laughs> People were freaking out. They outgoing messages on their phone, yeah. like saying, I'm so bored I could die and stuff. It was really funny. Yeah. But yeah, I love doing that. Um. Yeah, but interesting. I mean, in terms of even you know dealing, dealing with issues yeah. of addiction, but in just such I, a I, funny I've way. I've gotten cast as a lot of hot, drugged out messes. I don't know why. I really don't. Tell because I don't think Travis knows the story. So what? you talk about in the book, you started it, this began in high school, addiction to alcohol and pills. So it, when you say because he was like, huh? And you yeah. said my guts blew up. Yeah, your oh. guts blew up. Well, you were in a play in yeah. London, and okay. my guts. Yeah. So yeah. no, I was um. I was a boozer from way back, you know, Milwaukee, you just drank like in high school and stuff. And then um, for, you know, my 20s, I chilled out with it. And then and then in my 30s, I would say I'd been on Third Rock for about four years when I had a migraine and some doctor gave me morphine. And I remember thinking to myself, this is the answer. Yeah. This is absolutely what I've been Solves seeking my whole life. It, I, like I signed autographs in the lobby of the a hospital. I was like, fabulous, you know. <laughs> and um, of course, it never was Morphine, quite that the musical. <laughs> Morphine. I'm going to do this on Broadway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. That would make a really funny musical. Morphine the musical. Uh, I, just, I just want a little bit. I oh just my want God. a little. That is pretty funny. Okay. Well, well, I wish show. I could sing. But anyway, so, so then uh, the next 10 years were taken up basically sucked up by the whole of addiction i go to um and i do a lot of plays during this time and i actually did manage to remain functioning you know i could go to rehearsals i could do a performance and not be a hot mess until afterwards yeah um or if i had a couple months off i'd be a hot mess all the time but i so it was constantly negotiating with the addiction and trying to figure out a way for no one to find out and then i go to uh to london to do a play and uh they sell you know, over the Tylenol threes over the counter, or they did at the time, you know, so I was like, well, if I take 50, 
it'll okay but you know that's the brain right. of the addict yeah. anyway right. so my i had an ulcer i didn't know i had it and uh we opened on the show and the next night i'm not going to go into it because it's really gory but in the book it's, it's about it but i so i my guts ended up ripping open and i was awake for it and ended up being in the hospital for two months i mean it was really really yeah, and then gotten, i should you be got, dead. got infected you yeah had to go back it in. became yeah. septic oh. yeah it was really really bad and the uh, the craziest thing about london was it's under NHS. So as we're two months in a private room with two different surgeries, I'm trying to figure out which, you know, heirloom jewelry to sell. This is to a pay, great, this is a know, great to pay story. off my yeah. doctor bill. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, well, it's 2,000 pounds. And I'm like, for the whole thing. I mean, the right. whole thing. 2,000 pounds. I mean, that's a great issue to talk about <laughs> during this election. I mean, this is just, what, what's so but that's insane why healthcare our, is so important I mean, me. and you're a, a hugely successful actress, and you're, think, you're I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm going to be yeah. bankrupt. Well, and after, I now yeah. have lupus, and thank God it's in remission, but for yeah. a long time I had, you know, it's it's a really an ongoing disease, and sure. there's a lot of medical care, and diagnosis was a nightmare. Anyway, so, you know, two years worth of medical procedures, you know, so I have good insurance, but if I didn't, there's no doubt I would be homeless. I don't know how I would have, I don't know how I would, I don't know how people yeah. survive. Yeah. And so that is a huge issue for me. And yeah. I do think, you know, not to be facetious, but Elizabeth Warren does have a really good plan she for that. She does have a plan you for know? that. She's got a plan yeah, for she everything. Does. She does. Yeah. We know. But but anyway, you so said it I wanna, is one of my I, bigger issues for sure. If you sure. told her I want to do Morphine the Musical on Broadway, she would say I have a plan for that. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, so. that's a great. I mean, I, I that struck me so much in the it book. It struck me in, too. In this, I couldn't believe it that yeah. that we're you know basically one of the only nations that you know forces people to uh, to bankrupt themselves just by because they're sick. I mean, yeah. it just is madness. It's just a mad. I mad. had a Random... hernia surgery that like, or a hernia yeah. ruptured at work, and they sent me to the ER, and it's like, oh, here's your bill. Yeah. And my insurance is like, oh no, we don't cover that. Hospital. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like. Yeah, that's why when you go in for medical care, you got to make sure because they'll keep you in a hospital and they'll be like, oh, no, we stopped covering you like two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, the best part was the, the insurance company's like, well, don't lift things. Why were you lifting something? <laughs> well, no, yeah, I, thought, exactly. I thought it was my appendix had burst yeah. and I went into the doctor or they it was at work when it happened. So yeah. over 20th Century Fox and they're yeah. like, you can't leave here unless it's in an ambulance. Yeah. And they made me take an ambulance to Cedars and then they didn't even cover it. And they ran all, well, and the thing was, they ran all these tests and stuff because they thought it was my appendix. I, I, I cat scan everything. Oh, you're screwed. Literally, after it was all done, the doctor's like, yeah, we can't find anything wrong. And I was like, well, I had a hernia when I was an infant. Literally, wow. the doctor cups my balls and says, cough. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's a hernia. <laughs> you're I, like, I could have I figured it out that out with my boyfriend. Diagnosed this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's such a nightmare. Horror it really stories. is. It really but, is horror <laughs> stories. I've heard so many. I mean, people but so, just. Because I forget this specific, um, you know, what order everything happened in. Yeah. So in terms of, because I think people really want to know, like, how do you get back from that bad addiction? And what oh. was your, did you have a light bulb moment or how did you? Well, it was a, it, it, the book is about that, really about one giant long-term light bulb moment. But um, basically, you know, when you spend two months alone in a foreign country uh, trying to heal yourself, you know, uh you really do have a dark night of the soul. And that happened for me. I thought, you know, I'm going to die. I really am going to die if I don't get help. So I, I finished the play in London. I got up like a hundred pounds thinner and yeah. finished the play and then came in instantly to back to the U S and went right into rehab. And so that's really how that process happened for me. But it was a long, it's like, you know, for the waking up from denial is a very long process. Yeah. 
And you talk about how a a very good friend of yours was one of the key, you know, the components in that. Oh, yeah. That yeah, finally my friend Marcy, wrote, yeah. yeah, wrote you a letter and oh, said, Laura, yeah. Kristen, you're an addict, yes. and you've been lying to every all yes. of us for such I a long time. I still blush thinking about it. I mean, it was such a scary moment in my life of someone just being honest with me and yeah. uh, ripping this really, um, it felt like the world would end if someone told me yeah. that. You know, yeah. it really felt like my life would be over. Well, and you and were, it, it was so that was, she did, she saved my life because she said it. But in being through something that traumatic, you mm-hmm. talk about sort of like the shame around that, like I caused this, yes. like this wasn't yes. that, you know, people yeah. think this was just, I had a medical yeah. misfortune mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, it was the pills primarily, yeah. right? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But the thing oh. is, I mean, for people to understand, you know, addiction is the only disease, one of the only diseases that I know of that actually turns its user into someone unbearable and unsympathetic. I mean, it really turns you into a jerk, you know? Yeah. So it's really hard for people to still have compassion for the addict. It's hard for me. I have loved ones that are still using and I just want to kill them. I'm so <laughs> mad at them. You know what I mean? But I also go, you know, this is something, some people, you know, you want to go get it together, get sober, you you know, and one of them, someone in my family is dying from it, you know, so I'm watching this person's life be drained and, you know, I just go, well, the, you know, yeah. what can I do? What can I do other yeah. than say, keep sober myself? That's all I can do. Yeah. And has that been <clears throat> easier or harder at times? Is it harder when there's an orange face in the whole office for instance <laughs> well it's not just him sadly you know <laughs> yes. i mean it's the whole the whole group of people that i feel um you know hate us yeah. you know yeah. and um and i just really feel like um i feel like it well forgive me for for using this word but i really feel like an alien in this world <laughs> i really do i'm sorry i know it's tacky but yeah. i do i feel like wh- i woke up and like suddenly it's not yeah. it's not america anymore it's not what i love about this country it just feels like a strange like a weird parallel weird, universe like yes and um, i think yeah. if i was in it if i was using addict right now i i really do think i'd be dead because yeah. i don't think i could be able to, i don't think i'd be able to handle it the yeah. way i can when I'm sober. All the same people irritate us. Kellyanne Conway only asking a reporter what his ethnicity is. You said unbearable on yeah. every level. Uh, you also said you can't both sides this one, Mitch, but good yeah. effort. Um, oh, he makes me crazy. The both sides shit. He, he makes, makes me, me crazy. He's the worst. Right. He's the worst. I mean, they literally were saying you are out of order for reading the president's actual comments on yeah. the House floor. Like, yeah. You're the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. The problem <laughs> I have with the Democrats is I just want them to fight harder. I want them to understand yeah. that there is a huge group of people out there that have their backs and like yes. want them to show up yeah. and fight. Yeah. And that's why I do love a lot of the Democratic can- presidential candidates, because I feel like whatever, for whatever reason, they are fighting for their guts. They have you a, know, an urgency about what is a crisis. Yes. I, listen, I'm the Veruca Salts of uh, impeachment. So don't. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want it now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, she can do it. She's a well-known actress. Daddy, I want it now. Okay. <laughs> it's so true. And I, you know, I understand um, needing to, to make sure you have your ducks in a row, but I, I really yeah. do think it's really adding, it's empowering the wrong people yeah. to hold back from it. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the ins and outs of Washington, so yeah. Yeah. it might be a really smart move to make. From the outside, it doesn't yeah. look that great. No, but. I hope by the time we get to the Mueller hearing next week yeah. that we have, I mean, listen, 90, we're at 95 people that went on the record for impeachment I yesterday. And I'm I, a little I, worried I, it's not going to happen. I really am. But, you know, look, I'd be thrilled. I really would. Just because I think there are people out there who aren't on Twitter, who don't, you know, know what we know, aren't yeah. 
exposed to what you know three, we're exposed 3% to it a read lot. Read the Mueller report exactly. Right? Look at how great that was yeah. when all the actors read it. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah. But I mean, I think even better. It, the only Joy Reid just said this on our show the other day. The only way he's a TV show. The only way he can beat a TV show is with another TV show. Exactly. And you the know problem that. is they got ahead of it with Bill Barr going, "Oh, no collusion." You know, so so the American people have been really sold if they watch CNN for a half hour, you know, once a month or whatever. They're not on at the daily hourly. Things if, that if it, we are. If it know? didn't happen on TV in America in 2019, it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. But especially, and I, this is what I've been saying, if Fox News, I really want people to stop paying attention to them yes. because we pay attention to them and we give them all sorts of uh, our energy. That's what I loved about Elizabeth Warren leading both on impeachment yeah. and on, I am um, not fucking going on yeah. Fox News and helping because them sell ads. They, they are, are sick people. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is really like they have no problem absolutely lying to the american public it makes me crazy yeah i think of like walter conkite or whoever i have a 96 year old um you know trump voting republican mom that's yeah. been diagnosed with alzheimer's yeah. and it's you know i don't i don't want to fight with her she's my yeah, mom i love her to not. death but she we, uh, years ago we'd have Maybe conversations you could vote for her and i right i just would be like mom i that's not true where did you see that fox, fox news always no fox. it's they really believe it's true and that's yeah. that is so dis, it's so what they're doing in this country it really really it breaks my heart it there, really does I, i've asked it shows before how many people have lost a friend or family member to fox news and every hand yeah. goes up yeah you know yeah just that, i think it they it really is one of the main problems in the country today i really do that yeah. that that network i really do yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say some of the conversation I had last week. Do you think that privilege that we have, yeah, is that we're not somebody in Middle America who's dealing with losing their farm, yes. losing their crops, yeah. losing their friends to an opi- opioid addiction? I can't say that word yeah. to save my life. Well, we are losing friends to opioid addiction, but yes, but I know we, what you're we, saying. We, we are the Hollywood elites, but and we can pay. We have the privilege of being able to pay attention to the the bigger narrative, yeah. and what they're looking at are these symptoms Our, their of their life problem. and death issue of that day. But those are the symptoms of Trump. Yes. Whereas we're looking at the overall, the overall I what get it. Trump is doing. I think you're right. And you know what? That is that is the one thing that I think prevents anyone from actually listening to us. You know, they're like, oh, what do you know? Right. You live in Hollywood, you know, and I get it. I and, really and do. He's, and, he's a, and he's a Hollywood reality star. I mean, yeah. the whole I thing know. makes your head. I know, like, right, oh, right, no. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> head explode. Yeah. Um, it's so true. I mean, they don't know uh, what. They, and the fact that yeah. Christians support. Don't even get me started. Yeah, don't even get okay, me started. All the same people annoy us. Uh, you said I deleted the Bernie insulters tweet because my response was kind of <laughs> Attacky. But the point <laughs> remains, it's idiotic to think insulting someone else helps your yeah. cause. Stop it. Yeah. Personally attacking someone does your candidate uh, no favors. And that's why we're in such a crisis, Chris. Yeah. I agree with you. Just vote blue no matter who. Yeah. Make your, you know, yeah. be excited by who you're excited that's why about. I but will not, no I will not trash any of the candidates. I won't right. do it. I don't right. care. I won't do it. Um, I will save the people I like, you know, but I just can't do it because you know what? Uh, who cares? I say uh, I like know. everybody, Elizabeth Warren and... Kamala Harris. People have they their make me issues. pee a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. pee like a little bit. Oh, like I just did it again. But everybody yeah. has their separate issues that really matter them. Yeah. You know, that if you if you if people connect to Mayor Pete because maybe they they're gay issues or because he's such a smart. I mean, he's an amazing yeah. guy. He's amazing. He's yeah. really smart, and probably any other election year he'd yeah. be like the number one choice. You yeah. know, yeah. it's just where there's an embarrassment of riches. You know, that's right. Um, I've never really gotten behind Marianne Williamson because she's never been in she's never done she's never worked in washington she's never you know had a job in politics that i know of right the only thing else about marianne williamson is that if she would start every speech by saying girlfriend we're gonna fix this with love (laughs) 
I'm in. We, no, we talked about that this morning. We said, <laughs> yes. She said, I'll meet, I will meet you on the battlefield of love. I, I and know. then we were like, you know what? Maybe she has the right idea because maybe <laughs> he's just going to start, he'll start blubbering about his daddy issues and then he'll quit. Maybe. This really, you're right. He never loved me. Well, you know, there are a lot of people talking about his health, uh, that his health issues oh we're in a race against his arteries well whether it's his arteries or or his dementia or adderall addiction or whatever the heck is wrong with him other than the fact that he's not a human but i mean you know whatever is going on with him because something's up you know um that a lot of people talk about that or we should that's what i I, the punditry why are we talking about anything other than he was obviously a deeply unwell man yeah but they don't (laughs) see that they don't see it they don't see it they don't see it I mean, I get from MAGA 1204 or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. Ms. MAGA, you know, <laughs> these people that are, they really love him. They love him. It's not him. I mean, yeah. whatever he the, he represents to them. I mean, it's very cult-like. It really is. No, I know. And that's, what, what do we do with those people once he's gone? Because you're right. It's not what, that they where even... are we? How are we going to get them all help? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't. We're going to need Elizabeth Warren's plan for health care. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> She got plenty. Random, random question from yeah. the book. How many times have you thrown a dart at Lisa Kudrow's headshot? <laughs> I never did. Oh, that, was, that, that was from the book. That was a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's, just a, it's a competitive thing. They're all up for all the same things. Yes. You know, it's, She's a genius. If but you ever yes. get Lisa Kudrow down to your basement, I'm going to ask her that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had her on the regular show. So, all right. The other thing I love is you have, uh, not only are you doing all this great work by doing this book and talking about it, you have uh, Slam, yeah, right? Which, explain what that is. Well, it's it actually, we folded in with a uh, group in Boston that has three different sober high schools because um, we couldn't quite get it off the ground in New York. But we raised a lot of funds for it, and now the school's really successful uh, in Boston, and they treat a lot of teenage addicts. It's for high school kids struggling with addiction. They're special sober high schools, and it wow. really, really helps kids uh, get sober and stay sober. So they, they found that if you if you if they go to a sober high school, it really impacts them positively because yeah. teenage addiction is a huge issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you and I obviously didn't survive <laughs> Catholic school sober. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Harrowing. Yeah. Just harrowing. Yeah. Um, it, it, the book is just so fantastic. Uh, so I really appreciate you reading it. Thank I, you. Well, I've, you know, every, I, I, it's so funny. People Do you like that cover? I, I, I was for a weird going. I'm a big fan. I'm like, well, everybody's a big fucking fan. That's <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh, my God. The pictures, the photography is Thank so you. great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, guts, the endless follies and tiny triumphs of a giant disaster. And yeah, the photography is <laughs> You can tell which pictures you're completely trashed in. They're fantastic. I know you really can. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. I wasn't, I was like, whatever. I got to put it all in there. It's all in there. But congratulations, series regular on mom. Thank you. Yeah, it give, starts up again in September. So I'm, I'm excited about give it. Give our love to Allison Janney. And um, I, I, I God, but you just, I, I love you. I love you on Twitter. Love I love you. you. I love you back. I, I love wanna, you back. If, we're going to get you in powder form, dessert topping. <laughs> uh, if she's in book form, sitcom whip, form. whipped form. Whipped yeah. Form. Yeah. You're Thanks, fantastic. You happy, happy hour. It. Happy dry happy hour, everybody. <laughs> with Kristen Johnson. <laughs> Don't be dry on my account. Hey, this is Frangela, and we host the final word with Frangela and Idiot of the Week podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, you'll love our show, where every week we talk about real news, real funny. So come on over and listen to The Final Word with Frangela and find it at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere else you get your podcasts.